Welcome to the Namaste This podcast. I'm Sally Claridge, a channel and healer who doesn't do normal. And this is my real life blog sharing the ups and downs, the highs, lows, breakthroughs and what the F moments as myself, my gorgeous man and our beloved rescue greyhound Sir Maxalot left a conventional life in Scotland and followed our hearts to move into off-grid life in the Alpujarra Mountains in southern Spain. For the last 18 months I have been blogging our journey and adventures as they happen. I share from my heart with no holds barred. I share my emotions, the reality checks, the miracles and the truth of what unfolds when you trust in the universe with a good dose of grounded humour along the way. Over the coming podcasts, I'll be sharing a mix of in-the-moment blogs and episodes from the past 18 months, and I hope to inspire you to follow your own heart and to find happiness in your life. Today is the 1st of February, and I'm sitting in our tiny, magical wee home up in the mountains as the storms continue to rage around us. You may even hear the wind in the background as I share what's been going on over here over the last few days. I've always considered myself a strong, independent woman, deeply connected to the truth of what the divine feminine really means in a modern world. But here's a personal truth bomb as well. I am so over being on my own up here in the Spanish Alpujarra Mountains. It's been six weeks since my gorgeous man left to go and work in Dubai on that three to five month contract which was to get us out of the financial pit we found ourselves in due to the palaver of bringing water onto our magical land and it all just brought us to our knees. All I can say is thank God, thank the universe, thank all things woo-woo, thank all things destined, not destined, fated or not, because I am over being strong in that old masculine paradigm of strong, and I want my man back here, and I want him back here now. So I don't know why I was so surprised that the universe actually heard my call and answered it. The universe always answers, even if we don't realise it at the time. But the main thing is that my gorgeous man is now coming back home. I will, however, have to hold it together for another seven days, 20 hours and a few more minutes tagged on to the end for increased suspense until he lands back into Granada next week. His contract role has not worked out for a long list of reasons, but I for one am counting the blessings even though he's been through hell in the meantime, because suddenly the money just isn't worth it. The last few days have been tough, spent in the throes of a storm where the wind has been continually blasting the house, leaving my normally zen nerves rattled and my nights sleepless as I try not to imagine the windows crashing in or the car being blown off the track, while all I can hear is things moving around that haven't been nailed down. It's been nighttime rounds of keeping the fire going, Checking Sir Maxalot is warm enough. Checking the pilot light on the fridge hasn't been blown out. Again. And it's amazing how the mind super exaggerates everything in the black of night. It's been a test of trust and of consciously bringing myself back to focusing only on the good and of not allowing my mind to get the better of me during the dark nights. The ironic thing is that we're only 2.5 kilometres away from the main road. 
2.6 kilometres away from a wonderful friend, and 6 kilometres away from civilization. but I might as well have felt as if I'd been dropped on the top of the North Pole. I know I'm probably coming across as overly dramatic, but that's how it's felt especially when I cracked open the door the other morning and the iron gate was pulled out of my hand and slammed against the wall. Then later on I could hardly get out of the car because the wind against the car door was just too strong. The bench and the chairs on the terrace were picked up and thrown further along. The fence poles around the terrace were blown down. The washing line was shredded. The wood, su- wood pile support which had which was held down and in place by a huge chunk of concrete, was thrown into the porch and the roof collapsed, and the thousand-litre water storage cube further up the track was blown off its platform. So, for a bit of light relief, I drove into Oriva to pay my parking ticket before it doubled in price. It wasn't a great start when I couldn't even see how to get in through the bank door, and I was feeling a right foreigner numpty, and even more so when a local pointed through the door at the entry buzzer right next to me. I waited ages, patiently, to see the one teller on duty, and I practised scenarios of Spanish silently in my head while getting my glasses and Google Translate at the ready. I made it to the desk and things got off to a good start, and cockily I thought I was rocking it until the teller handed me back the parking ticket and the money, then got up and went and put his jacket on and started to walk out of the bank. What the heck? But he turned round and beckoned me to follow him to the outside cash machine, where it was bloody freezing and he basically did the whole process for me, despite me not putting enough money in and having to restart, and continually misspelling my name through the ultra-sensitive touchscreen, with a cue building behind me. Then, hey presto, out comes the printed receipt and the job was done. He even smiled as I tried to enthuse more out of my meagre, muchas gracias. And my note to self is do not park there again. But I do have great news. Since the plumber came last week and replaced our big posh pump with a smaller version, the solar power system hasn't tripped. So that's a whole week of not living on the edge of power outages and blackouts and trips to the outdoor solar power room with keys in hand and a prayer in my heart that the light and internet will actually come back on. I mean, how many times can you reset a system before it sticks its finger up at you? I cannot fully express what a relief this has been. The other challenge that has been going on in the background... is that Sir Maxillot has damaged his dew claw. It has been agonising to watch him wince and yelp in pain, but to not let me near it. Luckily, his naturopathic healer is our lovely friend Birgit, who lives those 2.6 kilometres away down the track. So she immediately came to the rescue and brought him relief through tissue salt remedies. This is how he was healed throughout last year from the many conditions he was struggling with. After she visited, he was doing so well and was relaxed and settled. 
so much so that he forgot about his damaged claw and went into manic ear-scratching mode, and his screams of pain totally finished me off last night. So I never made it to Spanish class, which also meant that I ran out of drinking water because the mountain spring we use is on the way into Lanjaron, and I'd been waiting to tick all the said boxes at once. Being an empath, I feel the emotions and physical sensations of other sentient beings, be they human or animal. And while I've lived comfortably with this for many a year, and I no longer get overwhelmed by what I feel or pick up, in that moment, I was totally ripped apart emotionally and energetically by Sir Maxillot's scream. His claw was at a right angle to his leg. I was feeling sick, dizzy, panicky, and I totally lost my grounding as the cannonball of pain hit my solar plexus and stayed there. Normally I can clear what I pick up really quickly, but because I'd lost my centre, his pain just grew and grew inside of me. I started loading him up with rescue remedy and gave him an extra dose of the appropriate remedy for the tissue salts, and I sat with him, stroking his head, talking to him, calming him down, and I just had to trust that healing was still able to move through me despite my own distress. I called my gorgeous man for support, which turned out to be as equally distressing for him because he wasn't here and he wasn't able to help. But selfishly, I just needed someone to hold space for me. We talked through the temporary options of trying to cover the claw or protect it with homemade cones or to put a, a sock over his foot. But every option just made me feel more sick and I and could actually do more harm than good. It was about an hour later that I left Max's side after the relaxation and pain remedies had kicked in. And when I moved, he sat up and started to lick his claw, and it started to move back into place. It churned my stomach, but wow, what a star. By that point, I was a wreck, and I did something I very rarely do. I asked for help. I've always found it hugely difficult to ask for help, but I'm working on releasing those old self-sabotage patterns. So I posted in my own Channeling Love membership group, asking the wonderful hearts and healers there for healing for myself and Sir Maxalot, to help release his pain from me that I wasn't able to shift in that moment, and to help him in any way and always. This is the wonderful thing about community. Beautiful souls responded straight away and I felt such an energetic shift move through me that I had to go and lie down. Energy healing is real. We are beings of energy, not just a physical body with a thinking mind. And because we are energy, we can shift, release dis-ease, all toxic emotions, residual pain, belief patterns and all the crap that basically keeps us out of alignment out of our own power and generally feeling yuck. So thank you, huge thank you to Shanine Benrian, who is the channel for the Cosmic Sophia and who I'm running a retreat with here in the Alpujarras in March. And thank you, Jenny Slater, my dear friend and animal communicator who has such a wonderful and strong connection with Sir Maxilot. 
You were the first, the two first aiders on the scene and I am deeply grateful for your help. Max and I were in bed, not the same bed though, but by 9pm. And by the time I woke up at 1.30am, he was in a very comfortable deep sleep and he looked like he had licked his claw even further back into place. I decided to keep my mind occupied and I put the midnight hours to good use and created a newsletter around this week's big channeling piece of heart event. And I did some other stuff that took me through till about half four when Max surfaced and asked to go out with a waggy tail, ears up and very much alert. He wasn't so impressed with the pitch black outside and all the wind when I opened the door, so it turned into a very quick pit stop and then it was straight back to bed. In the meantime, my gorgeous man had sent me a good morning message as he headed into what's been feeling like a corporate hell for the day. And he asked for good luck wishes and high vibes. So after I'd sent some healing on to him, I then collapsed back into bed and finally drifted off to sleep. What I've had reaffirmed again and again over the last few days is the power and gift of friends, the power of love, the power of trust, the power of our thoughts and the experience we choose to create through them, the deep connection that runs through us all, empaths or not. We're all connected through the universal life force and love. We are all sentient. We are all healers through our love. And if that's sounding a bit too fluffy and woo-woo for you, just take a deep breath, because the scientific world is finally catching up with us witches. So I'm now back in my light, anchored in grounded presence, being myself, I'm asking for help when I need it, and I'm accepting help when I need it. And I'm keeping on living my spiritual, non-fluffy truth. As an awakened woman, being strong doesn't come from standing alone, fighting your way through life and pretending you're okay. It's through standing in your truth and owning your vulnerability, being in alignment with your divinity, your heart, and your innate mystic woo all within the power of love and within the love of your tribe. Hasta luego, my lovely friends. Love, Sally. P.S. Sir Maxalot has licked his claw back into place. Breathe, monitor, send healing. Breathe, monitor, send healing and repeat. P.P.S. It's now only seven days, 18 hours and 32 minutes till my gorgeous man arrives home. In fact, it's even less than that because I didn't post this blog straight away. Not that I'm counting the days, hours and minutes. Nope, not counting at all. To read this blog and other posts, visit www.namastethis.com and for more information on my channeling and healing work, visit www.channelinglove.com.